Welcome in everybody, welcome to a new week of Afternoons with Staffy, uh, Mark Stafford in the chair, got Captain K and Niv Dog in the hot box to my right. Uh, good to have all of your company in association with Gull, of course our friends Gull, Dot NZ, Economical Fuel and they will fuel your mission all year round. Great to have their company with us each and every afternoon. Coming up today. We have got Dave Flash Lithgow. He's an SEN commentator on the NBL final series. Um, the, uh, the Breakers won in Sydney, and then Sydney won in Auckland. What's going on with that? One all, perfectly poised, and no game until Friday. So um, a licking of wounds, I think, for the Breakers if they could have gone up 2-0. Could have been the Breakers for the taking, but now at one all, it's all game on again. Um, keeping an eye on the... Um, on the Vancouver Sevens, uh, the men's side of things. In about half an hour, New Zealand will be playing USA for fifth place. I'm pretty sure they'll still maintain their position at the top of the leaderboard. Uh, earlier today, they beat Great Britain in their semi-final, but it was the loss to Australia in the Cup quarterfinals by 17-7 to that put, paid to their chances of winning the title in Vancouver. The women, they will be playing their final at about 3 o'clock so we will keep an eye on that one for you. But so much sport over the weekend. Hard to pick a midday Manda subject, so I'm going to leave it to you guys. Uh, we've got the Breakers. We've got Super Rugby. We had the Crusaders uh, giving the Highlanders a lesson, 52-15. The Canes holding on against the very spirited Rebels. I think part of the Rebels' performance was the fact that they were at home. Very abrasive. Uh, but a squeaky bum win for the Canes, 39 uh, 33. The Chiefs looked pretty good again, 52-25 against Moana Pacifica. And I guess the big result of the weekend was the Brumbies getting over top of the Blues, 25-20. Uh, NRL, Warriors kicked off to a very good start. I was pretty buoyed by their defensive effort, actually. Uh, normally, some of those attacks, particularly down our defensive Edges would have let Trison, but there was a spirited defensive effort by the Warriors, so pretty pleased with them. Uh, the Broncos beating Penrith and the Dolphins beating the Roosters. Just incredible, that game. I could not take my eyes off the Dolphins. What an introduction to the NRL. Supposedly one of the bottom teams beating one of the top teams. 32,000 fans in attendance. 32,000. Um, so we'll be talking about the league um, with Fonzie, mainly on the Warriors, but I'll get his thoughts on that Dolphins introduction to the NRL. And the Titans getting over the top of the Benji Marshall, Tim Sheens led West Tigers. So many different talking points. Uh, we'll be talking to Dave Lithgow about the NBL, Fonzie about the Warriors, Simon Chapman, a Kiwi over in Australia now, working for Nine News on the Brumbies win over the Blues. And former Olympian heptathlete Sarah Cowley Ross was at the New Zealand Track and Field Champs down in Wellington. And we'll have a talk to her about some of the great performances. And boy, there were some rippers. Personal best New Zealand records. Um, a whole lot going on down there. So I leave it to you, good folk, for Midday Madness. 0800 150 811. What grabbed you? The Breakers? The Brumbies beating the Blues? The Crusaders returned to form against the Highlanders? Or was it something from the NRL? The Warriors? Good start. The Dolphins, fantastic start. I leave it to you. Midday Madness. Let's go. Well, listen, Buster. You better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness. Yeah! 
Okay, the floor is yours, good people. The floor is yours. I want to hear what you watched. I want to hear your opinions on what you saw. There was so much. Indy Cars was on as well as the Sevens. It was a full, full weekend of sport. Formula One started as well. Get on the line. Give us a yell. 0800 150 We go to Christchurch. Talk to Mikey. G'day, Mikey. Hey, Steffi. How are you? Oh, I'm full up. I just couldn't watch it all on the weekend. <laughs> there is so much. I'm just going to stick to the uh, super rugby. No surprises. Um, <laughs> I think with the, with the Artie Savier thing, I mean, if his parents have ripped him a new one like the media are saying, that's punishment enough, isn't it? And I they mean, would have. And yeah. they would have, yeah. And they, they would have hard out. So uh, I think he's uh, done his penance in his time, <laughs> and he's not the type. He's not that guy. I don't. I don't believe he is. And and geez, if you if you are in the heat of the moment, we've all played. Well, most of us have played sport. A eh? sometimes you, your head just goes. You see red. Yeah, you know. You and uh, we've never seen that from him before. And he's so important to the hurricane. So I hope he does make the field next week. Um, am I a bad person for um, raising a smile for the Blues result? <laughs> no, I think you're a Canterbury person. <laughs> <laughs> well, just after the ripping we got last week, and deservedly so too, it's got to be said. Um, I just like, well, you know, the Brumbies—they look like they're going to be a good team. And uh, if anything, I would say that I wouldn't—I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, panic stations for the Blues. I mean, they're a really good team as well. This is the kind of the wake-up call some of these big teams need at the start of the season. Yeah, yeah, it's. Um... I think it's healthy, and I'm, this isn't an anti-Blues thing at all. I think it's good at a, a, an Australian team's beaten a New Zealand team, and early in the season, now everyone's like, okay, Brumbies, okay, let's go. Well, I think also just, okay, this is what we need to bring if we want to consistently win, you know? So reputation means nothing. The other thing, yeah, it was great to see the Crusaders win, um, so that's awesome. Moanga obviously got his head out of Japan and <laughs> got back on the field and played a blinder. But, geez, I, I hope someone does a deep dive this week about... I'm quite concerned about the, uh, the Highlanders. Um, I mean, they're our southern brothers down here. I mean, you've got the big boys up on the North Island. We've, it's just the you know, Crusaders and Highlanders down here. And that's 112 points in two weekends I've shipped. Not good. No, it isn't good when you that's think about it. Yeah, it, it's a real worry, and, and uh, I, I, I guess someone from down there might have a better idea, but, you know, what the hell's happening in the in Hollander country? Not good. No, and when you look at the points table, um, they are sitting at the bottom. Of course, two losses from two, but their points differential is 77, minus 77. Uh, second to bottom, minor Pacifica, minus 25. So I don't know what they can do. I, I, I Gosh, it's a... They're in for a flogging. It, it's it's sad to say because they're a proud province and they're good to watch too. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. Anywho, I'll let someone uh, else jump on. Thanks, Steffi. Cheers, Thanks, buddy. Mate. Good to chat. It's Mikey from Christchurch. We go to Wellington. Talk to Scott. G'day, Scott. Hey, you, Steph. How you going? Good, Scott. Um, I'll I'll touch on the NRL, but I just want to say um, for the um, just on the Phoenix, just quickly as well, just another good win yeah. over the weekend and continuing to push for a, a playoff spot. Um, so I think uh, they're up in Auckland uh, this weekend. So hopefully another victory up there and um, can secure their playoff spot in a few weeks. Yeah, they. Um, I watched it. Admittedly, I watched. Uh, I think I turned on to a replay in the thirty-something minute, and they got those two quick goals, and they were proper goals. They were, yep, 
Yeah, no, it was. Um, I mean, they just they just keep grinding out the results, which is brilliant. Um, the unfortunate thing is, most of the other teams around them keep doing the same thing, so mm. they just can't seem to pull away. Um, unfortunately, I think they've got about a four point gap between them and this. They're in fifth, but the seventh place team. So, as I say, fingers crossed, another victory this this weekend at Eden Park. Yes, true, um, true. But just um, yeah, just on the NRL, how good it was to have that back on again this weekend, and um, obviously the Warriors uh, getting the victory, and um, it was just so good, just seeing such good defence, um, you know, just after the last few seasons, and and for that whole eighty minutes as well, um, you know, and in the past you you could get up to around about the sixty sixty fifth minute and thinking, uh, you know, the defence is going to crack at some point, but it just kept on going and just kept on holding, yeah, um, no. which was. Which was so good to see. Yeah, it was so good. I, I like. Yeah, I agree. It was the defense. It was the mindset that I hadn't seen from the Warriors for a while. It was just yeah, just a solid mindset that they you know they were not going to let the the Knights get in there and and take the victory away from them. And and obviously um, that'll do the world of world of good ahead of uh, you know playing a wounded Roosters this coming weekend. Um, and then I think it's up to Townsville after that. So that's. Two, two tough games, but uh, a great weekend. And I think apart from um, the Bulldogs-Manly game, every game was pretty close and, and exciting. Yeah, I agree. I agree, Scott. Good call. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Steph. Have a good afternoon. Cheers, buddy. Uh, Scott out of Wellington. Go down to Dunedin and talk to Dean. G'day, Dino. Yeah, Mark, in Auckland. You're in Auckland? <laughs> yeah, true. I've got to go get one of those burgers. I can't remember what it was. That's what I rung for. Wahlburgers, Wahlburgers, Prince's Wharf, down on the viaduct. I don't know know where I am, out by .com somewhere. I don't know, (laughs) hiding. (laughs) That old mansion of his. But uh, I watched the breakdown last night, Steph, eh? and I couldn't believe it. Honestly, we'd love to have Rico Iwani on the wing instead of Garden Bishop. That would help us immensely. Mm. But how does he get in their nominated team when he had to pass the ball twice and they win the game? But this is my concern with him at 13. His natural instinct was to tuck and go twice with men outside him. Mm. And they and no one brings it up. They're scared of him. Like, we're not allowed to say you're not good enough at 13. That's schoolboy mistakes. Not all black mistakes. Yeah. Not great. Not great at all. I can't believe it. Like, no one says anything. It's like, is he... Are we not allowed to say... Well, I love him on the left wing. Like, he's... He's got to be the best left wing run around. He's the worst 13 I've ever seen. I just don't get it. I don't get why he's there. Mm. I wonder in their wash-up and when they say uh, we'll analyse what we did right and what we did wrong, if that's pointed out. I just wonder. They're scared of it. It can't be. Look, uh, the first time when you, he does that, oh, he's sitting beside me in the grandstand if I'm coach. <laughs> Two weeks in a row, he's just not playing again. Mm. Certainly not at 13, and yet we're going to put him in the All Blacks there. Like, I don't get it. Like, I, we'll send him to the Highlanders, we'll get him trained up to play number 11 because we certainly need one. Yeah, you need more than an 11, unfortunately, I think, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, mate. It's a huge loss. Like, the Brumbies it annoys me, mate. I didn't pick the bloody Brumbies because they saved the Blues from numerous defeats last year. And he, he's not there. Well, they're not playing. I don't even know if he's there. But that's the player they lack. A team up front will be blues all day. They'll get no ball. You can have a million dollar ball. Look at the Hurricanes. I've had it for years. And it, you've got to have some grunty blokes up forward that are going to put their heads in those dark places. You've got to have 
a um, Ethan Blackadder or something like that in your team. Mm. They just they just don't. They've got brilliant loose forwards, but they don't have that. And you know Romano did it last year, mate. He saved them so often just doing the ugly stuff but doing it real good. Mm. He was the best signing for me in the Super Rugby last year, him going there. And that's one of the major contributing factors to them making a final. And the referee not penalising the same guy on full time and giving the Chiefs a chance to kick a penalty. But never mind. <laughs> that's how it goes. But I just can't believe he's untouchable with the truth. Mm. All right, Dino, we've got lots of calls. Thanks for calling in, buddy. Um, we'll go down to Upper Hutt, talk to Gary. G'day, Gary. G'day, Steph. Hey, I like it how you let us pick the topics because I'll talk cricket every time. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I just want to put a big congratulations to the Wellington Blaze for taking out the Halliburton Shield on the weekend, thrashing the Magicians by four runs. Yeah, <laughs> what a hiding. There. What a hiding. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> took it to them. Absolutely took it to them. Got a bit of revenge from that 2020 final where, wow, I'm still a bit bitter about that, how they do that whole format. But uh, So we got a bit of revenge on them there. Bit of a shame for Amy Satterthwaite um, bowing out on a loss, but you know, after her pretty stellar career. But um, I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah, just wanted to chuck it out there and uh, say congratulations to the Braves. Um, once again, they've just proven really to be just by far the most dominant female team in the country. Yeah. Like I say, they're a bit unlucky in the 2020 final, but yeah, we got it back on Saturday. There it is. Go the blaze. Good yeah, man, Gary. Right. Thanks for calling, buddy. <laughs> all right, Champion. Um, life member. Life member, Zaid, we were going to go to a break, but because you're the life member, i got to get you on. I think I can just turn my mic off and sit back and listen to your review of the weekend, Zaid. Does John Jones things? He sits on ice for three years, and um, the Cyril Garn, he knows where his weaknesses, takes him down, takes his back, and that's all over. There's nothing that Cyril Garn could do. Um, the fight we never saw coming was Shevchenko losing. Eight fight, one streak. Alexa Grasso gets her down, takes her back, chokes her out. <laughs> Bo Nickel, all hyped on debut. He takes the submission, went home. Um, what a fight. Um, absolute great. Um, great uh, card. Um, Draco Zupa C gets another win. Uh, he keeps the stock rising in the middleweight division. Uh, great UFC uh, 285 card. Um, for me, the Blues, they lost the game in the first uh, first 10 minutes. I'm not sure. A lot of Blues fans aren't too happy about the refereeing. Um, two yellow cards. Um and that's where the game was lost, um, being down <clears> 10 <throat> no early. And apparently the Heat, I think the Heat got to the Blues. Dalton Bubbly, he said it was the hottest ever game he's played in. So uh, don't think that helps either. <clears throat> Another great one for the Phoenix. Um, uh, well, the Breakers and Sydney Kings, that's all tied at one all, so it keeps on going. Um, gives other fans to go to game four at Spark when they come back home. Hopefully we can beat them in Sydney and it's all on on game four to try and hopefully end the series, or if not, it might go back to game five, but we'll see how that goes. Um, Chiefs, um, too strong for Moana, but their discipline let them down a bit in that second half. Moana came back, and uh, Crusaders were all over the Highlanders. Um, great game of uh, NRL, the uh, Rabbitohs Sharks, Lachlan Ilias. I reckon he could be one of the players of the year this year. He was a great young half. 
and also Trindle for the Sharks. He looks great. Um, and, yeah, interesting about the Titans being the Tigers. Um, everyone was hyping the Roosters up, and they lost to the Dolphins. And, uh, yeah, great win by the Warriors. I thought um, Wade Egan looked good. Um, Nickel Clockstad um, looked real good as well. Uh, Montoya, but, yeah, uh, great win by the Warriors. They're going to have a harder game this weekend with the Roosters, but if you can sh- you can show how to beat them what the Dolphins did. Um, but, yeah. What an amazing wrap-up of weekend sports, eh? That's why we love you on Mondays. Good man. we got Thank to go you. to a break. Thanks, buddy. Zade, life member. We'll be back. Brett, Darren, Steve, and anyone else who wants to call, we'll get you after the break. 0800-150-811 for the Midday Madness. The phone line stay open for you. Want to hear what you thought about the sport across the weekend. Brett from Huntley's probably going to mention Ironman Thobor. G'day, Brett. Brutal day down there, man. Yeah. It was hot. Was hot, was it? Yeah. Um, even even the breeze coming off the lake was bloody warm stuff. Oh. And, um, yeah, it's tough conditions. That's, so that means that's a headwind for the return leg of the the cycle. Um, like, same conditions for everyone, but the pro men's race was... Um, I saw them heading out on their last lap of the marathon and it was about a 40-minute gap that Braden held over Mike Phillips. And then, um, yeah, he cramped up down the back and, yeah, slipped through his fingers. They came out of the water five seconds apart, so they just went hammering tongs at each other all day, the mad buggers. <laughs> it's a long day, eh? Sub eight for, for both those guys. And, um, yeah, and friend of the show, Al Spissler, came over and, took the chocolates off um, a couple of Kiwi girls. Yeah, look, I knew she was good. I didn't know she was good enough to win. I mean, I was like, when you you messaged me, and said, Els Visser, and she won. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, the two Kiwi girls, were, um, they had a six-minute lead on her out of the water. Um, yeah, and she, she reeled them in, reeled them in on the bike and, and just managed to hold them off by a couple of minutes in the marathon. What what sort of crowd turns out to support the athletes at Ironman? Oh, it comes. The town's bloody busy, and um, as that's that's half of the problem for for someone like me going down there who's not competing is that you roll into town and oh, you just get swept up in that rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> so is it down and back in a day? Was it? Ah, uh, I felt like I, I had that many. Itches I needed to scratch, I felt like I fell into a mosquito's nest. <laughs> so you'll be competing next year, eh, Brett? Oh, I've got to get the Minister of Finance to sign that stuff off, but <laughs> the whole of Hopewell gets into that. Yeah. Um, I looked after I looked after the town then, and we had uh, other support crew. They shot down to the turnaround to rip forward because it's a, it's a bloody team effort to um, get get someone in and, so, and support someone while you're out there. It's a long day for us. Mm. Long day for support crew. Yeah, nice, nice. I tell you what, me, Captain K, Sammy, we'll all come down. We'll be your support crew next year. Compete. (laughs) We might as well bring the show down there, Steph. That's it, mate. Put a GoPro on you, a live mic, away we go. (laughs) (laughs) There might be some uh, obscenities uh, bleeded out um, during the marathon there, mate. Oh, that's all right. We've got a a dump button, mate. We've got a dump button. Hey, listen, good to hear from you. We've got more to get through. Have a great day, buddy. All good, mate. One more, one more before the news. We'll get to Darren over in Aussie. G'day, Darren. Hi, Staffy. How's your Monday? 
how's yours? You went to Super Round. I'm excited. Oh, it was good, mate. Yeah, it was, it was good. Probably about 10,000 there. So a lot better than last year. But um, I haven't seen the official numbers because um, I don't know what they've done at Amy Park, but they've got rid of one of the screens. So the whole one side of the um, stadium, we couldn't see replays or anything. <laughs> it was a bit bizarre now you took a but, mate um, you took a yeah. mate to rugby for the first time I loved it yeah yeah he uh, he really enjoyed it so he uh, he definitely said to me Jesus I know how to tackle <laughs> <laughs> there were some hits Jeez, they um, drew yeah. a game God the hits in that game oh yeah I mean you're always going to get big hits in that so mm. But um, no, it was no, it was really good. Yeah, and uh, the one thing I'll say about Adi Savia is it's not okay what he did, but why? Like for him to go off like that, there's got to be some ridiculous stuff thrown at him. Yes. So that's 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 all I'll say. Um, yeah, I, I think one thing that Dave Rennie will leave is nickel in in Australian rugby. <laughs> that's one thing that'll live on for a while from Dave Rennie, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's but, a it's uh, a. Con- um, just one one. Yep. One thing I wanted to quickly raise with you: Have you noticed um, the red, the, the yellow card to New Zealand team ratio? I think we all got a little wrong on the weekend. No, I, but now if you, you say look at that the yellow card heavily. I mean, Crusaders excluded, but heavily on the New Zealand tally. Mm, so, discipline. I think that's something we definitely we got to yeah big time. We got to look at our discipline. So, and I think we're rea- overreacting to things. I think they're just trying to. Everyone's trying to wind us up. <laughs> and we're reacting to it. Yeah, good point. Very good point. Yeah. Yep. Good on you, bud. Uh, all right. Thanks, mate. Thanks, buddy. Cheers. We'll take a quick break for new sport and weather. We'll come back with Steve. If you want to join in uh, your experience of sport over the weekend, 0800 150 Steve, straight after the news. And you, if you want to give us a yell. To the rockin'est speed of madness. You're welcome to join in on 0800 150 811. That's our number. We go to Steve out of Auckland. G'day, Steve. Oh, good Steffi. How are you? Good, good weekend? Oh, good weekend. I just, I've got square eyes. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a little bit of that, definitely. Listen, I'll start with a, a, bit, of a bit of a positive. Obviously, I, you know, Australia, they just seem to be producing some really good young players and a player that caught caught my eye was, funnily enough, um, in that game between the the, the Drua and um, and was it the Waratahs, but the uh, the number eight Lungy Gleeson. Yes. Um, only twenty years old, and boy, doesn't, doesn't he remind you of? He looks like a cross between Totai Kefu and and a guy called uh, Willie or Viliami Willie Otahengawe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you, you can remember him from the from the eighties. Just an absolute beast of a number eight, and from what I understand, this kid is the second fastest over forty meters oh. um, in the in the Waratahs club. Which, when when you consider they've got Dylan Peach, they've got the guy, um, oh, the young guy on the wing, new boy named Jorgensen, yeah. uh, who's come from Sevens. That's pretty impressive. Um, but he just looks like he's got a really good rugby brain about him, and I bet you Eddie must have a big smile on his face because. Uh, Boy, you chuck in Valentino and, and, and Hooper, that's one hell of a, <clears throat> a loose forward trio. So it, it almost like it seems like Australian Australia have got their loose forward mix waste far more sorted out than we have. 
Yeah, they're it's, very good at producing those raw bone, tough sixes and eights, like uh, Owen Finnegan's another one that springs to mind, those sorts of guys. Very much, very much so. It probably segues nicely onto the the Blues game. I mean, to say Valentino against a, a big Blues pack, man, he carries, he gets over that game line every time. And when he doesn't, he takes two or three guys guys with him. Just on um, Leon Leon McDonald, he must think he's a a teacher at a school for slow learners because <laughs> I think I think I think we spoke about a week ago about the Blues discipline. Mm-hmm. And 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 for the Blues, it's just an ongoing thing. They just give away so many penalties. I, I listen. I won't buy into the fact that the official was 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 biased. You know, you got to be a deliberate knockdown, yep, and then a, a, a cynical a, a takedown. You know, that's a yellow card every every day of the week. I'm I'm sorry. You know, it's just just one of those things. But listen, the final thing is, I know Bowden Barrett sometimes can be one of those endangered species that we don't always maybe discuss because he's he's such a skillful footballer. But I've got to ask you this question, um, Steph. Are are you concerned with his kicking game? And it's not just this year. It's probably over the last couple of seasons. And uh, some of his kicking, and and I'm talking about kicking out of hand, is very, very poor. And, 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 And to me... It's a it's a real concern, and like I know there'll be people out there going, "Wow, you're criticising this guy who's so multi-talented and 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 skilled." But boy, you know the good first fives in in the in the world, and I'm talking about the likes of uh, the Johnny Sexton and the and the guy from and the guy uh, Finn Russell from from Scotland. Boy, those guys manage games really really well, and they put their team into into good positions. So. In the case of Barrett, you know, one thing the Blues struggle is when they haven't got the ball. They give away a heck of a lot of penalties. So why kick the ball away? Yeah, um, I've been a little concerned about his uh, kicking from hand. <clears throat> as you say, see, I think his goal kicking is as good as ever, but kicking from hand and, and when he kicks from hand as well. Mm. There was one perfect example where they were actually under advantage and he put a kick that basically almost was a grubber kick, but the only person that was catching it was the person sitting in the first row <laughs> at, the, at, the, at, the, at the end of the stadium. And I thought to myself, man, there's an opportunity to actually build something. You're actually getting a free lick at this, mm. you know? And you could have walked, walked away with, with more points. But you know what? Um, credit to the Brumbies. I'm, I'm extremely, being a Northland boy, I'm extremely rapt for somebody like Tamati Tua, who actually turned down an opportunity to um, to play for the Blues this year because, and it was primarily it was about game time because if he'd been in the Blues, he'd be sitting in his number ones in the stand where the Brumbies, he's had two starts and he can only get better. Yeah, and he's looked good too and he will get better. There's a lot of improvement still in him. I agree with you. I agree with you, Steve. Um, great call. Good to hear from you, buddy. Enjoy the rest of your week. Yep, you too, buddy. Let's go to Graham, uh, the great Tunny Farmer. G'day, Graham. G'day, Steph. Um, yeah, amen to Steve on, on his Bowden Barrett comments. Some of us have been saying that for a couple of years and get shot down by Ken and Zaid. But um, <laughs> yeah, if Ken and Zaid could text through the score, I didn't quite catch it in the news. But um, <laughs> yeah, I think the Blues might have come second. It'd be lovely to hear from Ken. 
Oh, I've got um, some texts from just, Ken. I've got some texts. I'll get to those. <laughs> good, good on you. Um, just quickly on Artie, if you don't mean it, then don't do it. Yeah. If you don't mean to say it, then don't say it. You know, he obviously meant to, to do it, man, because he, he did it. Yeah. And, but the player, the guy I'd be worried about in the um, Hurricanes at the moment is Zane, is, uh, Dane Coles. Man, he was mouthing off something <laughs> chronic. Like, just shut up, man, and get on with it. Yeah. You know? Like, he, he, his mouth is faster than his legs now, and that's and that's a sign of a guy who can't keep up with the game. So just, yeah, just go back to what you're good at, Dane, and that's playing rugby. Uh, and a shout-out to Jack O'Gill and Zoe Hobbs, mate. Yes. That was unreal, eh? Some of that was Jack O'Gill. Well done to him. I listened to Tom Walsh doing the week, and I thought, well, he's probably going to come second, old Jacko, but that's, that's you know, he should be really stoked with that. And oh. Zoe, man, that's friggin', I'm really pleased for her because she's, you know, some of our selections for the Commonwealth and Olympic Games, you know, and she might struggle to get to some of these big events, but she deserves to be there because she just keeps putting in the, the league work staff, and that that's a massive um Accomplishment of hers, eh? Mm, well, and, her, you know, like, her, time, her time has given her automatic selection for the world champs, which is just brilliant. I'm, I'm so stoked for her. I'm going to try and get her on this week, actually, because after a long time out of injury, her first meeting back in New Zealand, and she did that, it was amazing. Oh, I watched it, and it was just like, and you know, we listened to her on your show, all your, you know, the athletes you get on, I think, just go, girl, and it's bloody good to see, you know? Yeah. Like, um, it's been a while since we've had somebody, someone like that. We can say, right, oh, we've got one we can really watch here. You know, Gus Nikita would be another one if we could, if we could sort that out. But um, yeah, well done to Zoe and Jacko, mate. I'm, I'm pleased for both of them and all the other athletes who, you know, put in the big effort. Didn't quite get there, but yeah, athletic, athletics doesn't quite get the coverage it probably should, and we and we and we're reasonably good at it a lot of the time. Mm. Brilliant. So, yeah, cheers for that, mate. Have a good week, Steph. You too, buddy. Good to hear from you. Good to hear from Graham. Good to hear from all of you. 0800 150 811 is our number to get in and have a yarn. Uh, just a reminder that at the Oki, it's back on tonight uh, here on SCNZ from 9 till 10. And uh, Big Ben Rob, he is back um, with, with our own Big Ben there's a couple of big bends. Ben Francis, Ben Rob at the Oki tonight between 9 and 10. If you're into darts or just good radio, tune in and have a listen to that. Uh, give us a yelp. We'll be back after a short break. The one New Zealand warriors, get up you good things, one from one, that's how we like the season to start, and I reckon Justin liked it as well, g'day Justin. Hey Stevie, how you going? Hey, um, first of all, just a couple of uh, other sporting results before I talk about the Warriors, um, I shot 65 with my uh, revised game of uh, golf rules on the weekend, so, yes. Uh, but I, uh, I adjusted the gimmies out to six feet, um, yep. I reckon that's a winner, so... Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't hit any out of bounds, so I couldn't use that new rule, but uh, maybe next week. So, <laughs> um, And the um, New Zealand Superstocks was defended by Asheriz. He's uh, only the third driver in the history of Superstock racing to actually defend his title. So, wow. um, 
Yes, so it's a bloody tough title to hold, hold on to when you've got 130 other fellas trying to smash you. So, um, but yeah, the Warriors, I um, great signs. I'm a bit still a bit worried about their offence. Their um, yeah, I think once we get Metcalf on the halves, I think we'll be a completely different team. I just, I, I still, I'm still a bit worried about old Sean Johnson. Um, he didn't seem to know what he was doing half the time, whether to run or to kick. And uh, I don't know what's happened to his kicking game, but he used to have such a long punt on him. But yeah, he just, yeah, he just doesn't seem to go for distance anymore. Yeah, I, I saw some glimpses from him. Like he did make a couple of. Decent runs, um, and, and I do take your point that our attack look a little bit lacking. But I'm pleased our defence did. Uh, I think the attack will come. Yeah, I hope so. I tell you what, um, I'd never actually heard of Jackson Ford before, but uh, tell you, I'm a fan now. He's uh, he's going to become a cult hero, that fella. Isn't he just? Gosh, I'm the same as you. Didn't know much about him. Uh, I want to know all about him now. Yeah, no, it's, it's never good signs. Um, yeah, I, I won't go as far to say it's our year yet, but um, it'll be interesting. The next two games will uh, tell us a lot about the the, uh, the guts of this team. At the end of the day, I don't care if they lose every other game for the rest of the season, as long as they show up at a heart, mate. So, yeah, it's certainly been lacking in the last few years. Yeah, it has. It has. Good stuff, mate. If we can pick up one win out of the next two games, I think that's a good sign. Thanks, Daffy. Cheers, buddy. There is Justin. Um, good to hear from him. Uh, had a few text messages. Let's get to Ken's one. He sent, sent a few. Um, Ken. I think Dean's getting a bit carried away. Rico is the best 13 in New Zealand by far, and he doesn't get injured every week. Made his stuff up, but a lot do, and we will be back. From Ken. And there was another one somewhere down here, if I scroll. Here it is. Staffy, I accepted the loss until the wife said, how did the boys go? And then I went on a 10-minute rant about the referee. But in saying that, they were their own worst enemy. 17 penalties. The only highlight was Roger Tuivasa. Sheck probably played his best 40 ever. Watch out, Hurricanes. And the third one from Ken Staffy for Graham. The Blues at four on the table. Crusaders at seven. And we haven't been crushed at home. Haven't even played at home yet. And to Zay, don't panic, mate. We lost round one last year. Cheers from Ken. Happy to get your text in, double eight, double three. That is the Tampa Bear Post text machine. And we ran a comp on Friday to say which NRL team would win by the biggest margin, name that margin, and um, and a try scorer if we needed it for a tiebreaker. I'd say about 60% went for the Roosters to have the biggest winning margin, and they lost. So it's not them. It was Manly, and their exact margin was 25. Was 25. Well, Blake from Auckland, he picked Manly by 26. And his tiebreaker was Garrick to score a try, and he did. So, Blake, you are the winner of our sweep on Friday. You're champion. So we'll get in touch with you and organise a $50 TRB bonus bet. If you like bonus bets, uh, the vault later today is $300. That'll be at about two, uh, about two forty. I do encourage you to get up to speed. Go back and listen to all the previous vaults. It's, we've got it to a very narrow field now. I think if you do a little bit of research, you should be able to find... You should be able to find out uh, the vault, $300 
bonus bet up for grabs in the vault. Half time in the fifth place playoff between New Zealand and the USA. New Zealand are leading 31 0. 31 0 at half time in the game of sevens. We'll keep you up to date with that as well. We'll take a break. We'll wrap up the first hour. Coming up to one o'clock, Brad's texting and said, Hey, Steph, you go home and enjoy the rest of your day. Uh, Zade's just done your job for you. He's great, isn't he? Zade with his uh, review of the week. Uh, from Kanu. Hi, Steffi. Uh, Zade was a bit quiet on the blues. Not the usual three minutes or more on how super they are from Kanu. Kanu, up the Hurricanes. Um, if Adi Xavier played golf, he would definitely make the cut from Rory. <laughs> yes, Rory. NRL. Um, was the NRL on the weekend, the weekend it just keeps giving. All the big off-season signings had shockers for their new clubs. That's from Sean. It was a great weekend of NRL, though. Uh, a sporting highlight of the weekend for me has got to be Sam Tanner destroying the field in the 1,500-metre final at the New Zealand Track and Field Champs. He toyed with them. I watched that as well. He started. He pulled a face at the camera just before they went. Sat at the back of the field, went round to the front, got to the 400 metres and went bang. He is a freakish talent and we'll be talking to Sarah Cowley-Ross, former Olympian. She was down there at the National Track and Field Champs in Wellington. So many good performances, so looking forward to catching up with her. Uh, Matt says, can't Artie just explain that he was doing a haka? (laughs) Kapo Pongo. Staffy, highlights for me from Marshy. Uh, were the breakers Friday night. Great game, and those bloody Redcliffe Dolphins, mate. What a massive game. Go the mighty magpies. <laughs> Marshy. It's a long time before the NPC, Marshy. Come on, mate. Um, Michael Holdsworth enjoyed the weekend of the Hurricanes. And uh, the Power, a one-point win over Martha 2 and Super Rugby. Oh, picky. Yes, I watched that whole game. I, I agree. It was fantastic. Uh, Chris says, I agree with Ken. I don't think anyone can replace Rico at 13 for the All Blacks. The only person that comes close is Anton Leonard-Brown if he's fit. He's picking up a few injuries, isn't he? Anton Leonard-Brown. Hey, Staffy, uh, the Warriors. That's a long one. I'll save that one for later. That's a very, very long one, actually. Um, lots more text messages. Double eight, double three. if you want to join the conversation. We'll take news now with Johnny Mack.